Mundo World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. In the least surprising news story of the year, Patrick Mahomes is the NFL's most valuable player. Good for Patrick Mahomes. What he wants is a second Super Bowl title. Mahomes racks up all kinds of stats, all kinds of accolades, all kinds of trophies and awards, and I'm sure he collects massive bonuses for all of these things. What Chiefs fans want, what Patrick Mahomes wants, is rings. We discussed earlier this week the magic number really is something like three. If you win three Super Bowls, you're in an unbelievably elite category. Can Patrick Mahomes win more than that? Maybe. If he wins two at his age and two MVPs, he'll be the first ever to do both of those things by his age. He's got at least 15 years left if he wants to play to 42. He ought to be able to do that. So plenty of chances still ahead for Patrick Mahomes if he stays on good football teams that are well coached. This is exciting. He's the best player in the game, and somehow the line has stayed steady. America's betting on the Eagles. The Eagles remain a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. We'll have Lee Sterling joining us on the second part of this podcast with all of the lines, including the total, and a whole bunch of cool prop bets that you're going to want to know about. There's a lot of fun to be had on Super Bowl Sunday, but sometimes a lot more fun than just having squares or something at your Super Bowl watch party if you watch with other people. Lee Sterling will join us and have all that for us. It should be a good time. My personal play is the Chiefs on the money line. It's plus 105. They got to win the game. You bet $100, you win $105. they are going to pay you more than you bet if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. My thought is why take the point and a half? The chances of the Chiefs losing by one aren't very good. Now, if they did lose by one, you would have still won your bet if you took the Chiefs plus one and a half. But I'm going to bet the Chiefs don't lose by one. If they lose, they'll lose. If they win, they win. There are some interesting props out there that I've seen, including the Chiefs winning from one to seven points, by one to seven points, paying plus 300, three to one odds if the Chiefs win by one to seven points. Seven to 12 points is plus 600. 12 to 18 points is plus 800. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, there's some tasty props there on margin of victory that you could really make money on. That's probably what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet on the Chiefs to win the game, and I'm probably going to pick a couple of those zones of by how many that give me odds to make more money than I risk. If the Chiefs lose, I lose. I'll be sad. But I'm all in on them. I am bullish on the Chiefs Sunday against the Eagles. Danny Klinkscale will be with us to break the Super Bowl down. We'll also get his pick for Big 12 winner. The Phoenix Open is going on at the same time, and it is a wild party in Arizona. Danny has all that for us from the Super Bowl coming right up. Two other stories you should know about. Michael Irvin, we reported earlier this week, Michael Irvin, the Hall of Famer, was booted off ESPN and NFL Network's coverage this week because of something that happened when he returned from a night of eating and drinking back to the hotel he was staying at. We've learned it's the Renaissance Hotel, owned by the Marriott Corporation, and his interaction that lasted apparently about a minute with a female in the lobby that supposedly was caught on video is an employee of the hotel. She complained to management, management called NFL Network, ESPN, whatever, and they suspended Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin on Friday has filed a $100 million defamation lawsuit against Marriott Corporation and the employee. They have not released the video. There has been no police report. The police are not involved in this in any way, but Michael Irvin has been smeared. If this is nothing, he deserves at the very least a settlement. This is looking bad for Marriott and the woman. Maybe he said something totally inappropriate. 
something totally off color. Maybe he stammered in drunk and goes, I want to blah, blah, blah you. And if he did, I understand the complaint. Is that a crime? Probably not. They've moved him out of the hotel to another hotel. He stayed in Phoenix. He's filing a lawsuit. He's not really working. You shouldn't say that to an employee. You shouldn't say something offensive to people. But my God, ruining a guy over this, we've just gone way, way, way too far on all of it. And the Big 12 has announced. By the way, I think the NFL should step in. The NFL can get that security tape. They're spending enough money with Marriott and they're an official partner. They should go see. Somebody from the NFL should be looking at that videotape. And if Michael Irvin didn't do anything, the NFL should jump in on his behalf. Forget all this other nonsense. They should jump in. NFL owns NFL Network. Perhaps they should be doing a little in-depth investigation. They do a lot of these things, but I digress. The Big 12 has announced OU and Texas are out after this upcoming season. One more year of OU and Texas. They will pay in rights fees they don't collect, $100 million, to the eight legacy schools in the Big 12. You know who those eight are. Those eight schools will split $100 million. Pretty good deal. The new schools won't get that. Then there will likely be more new schools coming in. The Big 12 will sit at 12 after one funky year where we have 14. And Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12, is now courting four new schools. And he's been all over the map in this. At one time, they were talking about hopefully Oregon and Washington. But it looks like what they're locking in on now is right what they call the four corner schools. There's four schools that the corners of these states all basically come together. That's Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Count me in. Let's take those four. Let's add them to the four that are coming in. We have time zones covered. Big 12 can play football from 11 in the morning until a 9.30 kickoff at night on Saturdays. Every single possible time slot you can imagine. Thursday nights, Friday nights, it's a mega league. It's 16 schools. You have complete and utter security. You've got geography on your side. It is all good. Let's go. Count me in. Big 12 is going to survive and thrive. Oklahoma and Texas have one year left. Let's see if they could possibly make any more noise in football. They kind of went out with a whimper this year watching, well, the last two years, right? Watching Baylor and Oklahoma State two years ago in the title game and this year, K-State and TCU. Out with the whimper, they go to the SEC. All right, we got a great, fun sports podcast for you here. It is brought to you by Earth Effects Outdoor. Daniel Hanks is the man at Earth Effects Outdoor. This gentleman can help you with anything hardscape in your backyard. They do all kinds of great projects from rock features, waterfall features, um, uh, bars, outdoor kitchens, fire pits, patios, all those cool things. And they do regular landscape. If you'd like to switch your landscape company up, consider Earth Effects Outdoor online at eeoutdoor.com. That's eeoutdoor.com or call Daniel at 816-215-9332 and say, I'm making the switch to Earth Effects Outdoor Living anywhere in the Kansas City metro area. Daniel is a great dude. Cornerstone Property Management and Home Buyers. GW Weld's my guy there, and their website is homewithcornerstone.com. If you have rental properties and they're a pain in your rear, let GW and his team handle it for you for a small fee. Cornerstone Property Management does it all. Let your rental work for you. Call 785-542-0101. Or maybe you're inheriting a property. Maybe you have an elderly parent that's moving into a home and you're selling their house and it's not the most desirable house. If that's the case, GW is interested in buying it, fixing it up and selling it. He does all kinds of great things with properties, rental properties, you name it, cornerstone property management and home buyers. Let your rental work for you. 
542-0101 or online at homewithcornerstone.com. That's homewithcornerstone.com. And final warning here, boys. Tuesday is Valentine's Day. You better get your butt into Joslyn's this weekend. 95th and Antioch and get her something that sparkles. Mention KKHI when you go in. They're going to treat you like family. They love it. I talked to a guy the other day, said he wore his KKHI ball cap in there and saw Gary Joslyn. He's like, oh, boy. You, Kevin Keatsman, as issues listeners, are something else, and you love Joslyn's jewelry. 95th and Antioch in Overland Park, the jewelry you'll recommend to your friends and family. Danny is here, and so is Lee Sterling. It is all sports on KKHI. Hit it! The KKHI Conversation is brought to you by Fry Orthodontics, where your smile is just the start. Online at fryorthodontics.com. Danny Klinkscale joins us now from dannyklinkscale.com. we got a lot to talk about at Super Bowl week. We're going to dive into that. We'll also get his thoughts on who's going to win the Big 12. And maybe here as we start, we talk about what's going on in the desert in Phoenix, Arizona, the week of the Super Bowl, as now a golf tournament is underway that is an absolute party. Danny refers to it as party golf. But hello, Danny. How are you? Super Bowl week has started in Phoenix. It's been a pretty wild ride so far. Yeah, it is the First, uh, you know, it used to be just a party tournament. A lot of people didn't turn out. Uh, you'd still get a decent field, but nobody really cared. Well, now it's a designated event, and uh, it's actually one of the ones that's going to rotate, so it's not going to be a designated event every year. But it is this year, so it's got the $20 million purse, and basically you're, you have to play if you're a top-notch player. And so they've got a great field, and probably some of the guys, this isn't their cup of tea, and you know they probably haven't played there in the past, so how they'll adjust to that will have to wait and see, but it's a fun tournament tournament to watch. I, I don't particularly, the only thing I really don't like about it, I think it's fun. And you know, if, if they did it every week, I wouldn't like it that much, but it, it, it's a lot of fun. The only thing that I don't like, and, and to, to me, it's just a bad look, no matter what, is if when they make a hole in one and there's just beer cans, <laughs> yeah, right. golf course. And I mean, also to me, that, that would not be fun for me to have, to be showered with beer on a hot day <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out in the middle. Well, you know, I mean, that just, that just wouldn't be fun to get soaked with beer. I mean, I wouldn't the rest yeah. of it where they boo and yell and it, whatever. That's fine. That's fun. But they don't make it. You almost hope that. Yeah. And that top I, of that, come on. Yeah, but my beer better be really close to empty for me to <laughs> chuck it at $14 a beer. So that's the exactly. way that thing works. But I was asked, I went on a, a radio show and, I, and the, the topic, the host was a former sports radio guy who now does news and, and talk and stuff. And he said, you know, I'm so happy this week to not be in sports casting because Super Bowl week is the, he said it's the second worst week of the year behind the all-star break week, which is where there's just nothing to talk about during the major league baseball all-star break. But he said, this is awful that, you know, radio rose, a kind of a joke. These TV channels all go there and, and set up and it's the worst shows they put on all year and the whole thing. And I started thinking about my times there and you've been there and, and what it was like. And mm-hmm. most of it is uncomfortable. And sometimes you don't know who you're interviewing or when. And I see why it's kind of slipshod broadcasting. What are your thoughts about media Super Bowl week? Not the hype. We know there's lots of hype. Just the execution of it all. Is it the best we can do or is it pretty much the worst we can do? I don't think it's necessarily a good look, but I think it's just kind of goofy fun. It's sort of, the, I would say it's like the version of the PGA Tour week there. You know, it's not something you'd want to have every week, but for for a fan of a of a neutral, I, I just wouldn't think it would be that enjoyable. I mean, there's all these light, fluffy stories, and 
I just did a podcast uh, for my use, and I just talked about the fact that if, if you're a fan of the Chiefs or, or the Eagles, I'm sure that case, you know, you've got two weeks where you probably find out more about your own team than even when you do when you follow them closely during the course of, of the rest of the times because there's two weeks of really nothing for people to do except write background stories and things about Travis Kelsey's hometown and Jason Kelsey's hometown and Cleveland Heights and cookies and all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's not it's not the best journalism, that's for sure. Uh, but it, it, I guess it doesn't bother me that much because I can, you know, I pretty much can ignore it. I don't really watch very much of it. And sometimes because people have extra time, uh, you know, an online or newspaper story will, will sometimes be a more in-depth uh, kind of cool background story. Most of them are kind of fluffy and feel good or whatever, and you can just ignore those if you want. So I guess it doesn't really bother me. And being at Radio Row was, you know, never all that fun. I only did it three times, I think, for the Super Bowl. And, you know, I did it all the time for basketball, and that was way better. I mean, far more enjoyable. The interviews were more compelling, and, you know, basketball coaches in general, which is generally who you interviewed, are are pretty, especially there, they're done with their season, they're cool, they're relaxed, they generally kind of cool cats when they played basketball or whatever. And far more interesting, and there's not a complete chill show that you get. And and now you you have things that never happened. You know, I never would have interviewed Hugh Jackman or Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, if I wasn't at the Super Bowl, which I did. So you know, those are kind of neat life experiences. But in general, no, it's not cool, and it's not all that fun to do. It's changed. It's evolved a lot. They found out some time ago. It used to be a big deal if you if you got to go. It was kind of a thing. It was like, hey, we've got a spot. They're going to let us go. Well, now they get these big convention centers, and pretty much any media in America that wants to go to the Super Bowl, they'll allow to go. Right. Now, that doesn't mean – let me make this clear for the audience. That doesn't mean you're credentialed for the game. That just means they'll allow you yeah. to spend your own money, thousands of thousands of dollars, to travel to Phoenix, do shows on Radio Row all day. There will be people around that can be guests or whatever, and it's unlimited. I don't know anybody that's ever been turned down. You and I could easily be there doing podcasts if we wanted to. I can't see the point in spending the money and going and doing those shows. Personally, there was a time where if you went and you were part of it, it was a big deal. And it said something about your media outlet that, hey, we're big time. We're at the Super Bowl. We're right. on Radio Row. That's just gone. And, and a lot of that is, it's changed. It used to be so traditional. There was newspaper, TV, and radio, and then sports radio. Now, there's so many other things. And it doesn't seem like it, it says anything about you if you're at the Super Bowl. Am I, am I correct in that? Oh, I would say that's true, and I'm not degrading what we do as podcasters, and it's a it's a burgeoning industry. But you know, kind of anybody can do a podcast, and if you probably you probably can go there. I mean, there's just unlimited access and sites, and there's so many people there who you know are desperate to sell their product or or whatever, and they might have some kind of name recognition that you can do that. And there's there's kid broadcasters there. I mean, there's everything. So no, I don't think it's a, any kind of a, a badge of, of honor. It's, it's a big deal for the home, for the hometown teams that are in it and their news operations, no doubt get, you know, best ratings they get all year long. And so they, and people just eat that stuff up with a spoon. I mean, they, they can't get enough Linda Kelsey and, you know, I, I learned something this week. You know, to me, it was always strange. And see if this dynamic resonates with you. Whenever the, the, there was an interview with, with Kelsey's mom, 
and occasionally his dad, their dad, but they were always separate. I never saw them interviewed together. Right. So literally two days ago, I Googled, are Travis Kelsey's parents married? I just all along had assumed they were divorced because I never saw them interviewed together and they are married and they do live together in Florida. Did you ever, did you think they were still married when you were through all this time? I'll be honest. I, I think until this week, I didn't know they had a dad. I thought it was just right, the mom. Yeah, he, I thought maybe their dad died or something. I, I didn't really know. I, I didn't even know him because I didn't know he was ever on their podcast. I certainly saw them on there together now this week, but you're right. No, I just thought you know, as much, you know, I talk about my mom all the time on the podcast. A lot of my listeners know my dad died 24 years ago and I talk about my mom a lot, but I just figured with so much focus on the Kelsey mom that they, that she was at this point, just a single mom. I, I knew that he was alive because I had seen occasional, very occasional references. I mean, she's been interviewed and talked about uh, 50 more times than, right. than him. But I did, know, I did know he was alive. So because of the fact that she was so all-consuming and, and, and he wasn't around in any of these interviews, I figured they were divorced, which, you yeah. know, is commonplace. So I, I, that's what I figured. And finally, they never said that they were, you know, and, and I was reading along background stories, the Cleveland Heights High School one. And, and there was no reference to the fact that, you know, the two of them have separated or whatever. And, and so uh, for anybody who doesn't know, and if you are like me, they are indeed married and they live That's in Florida. Nice. That's nice. We still haven't solved the riddle. Did Norm on Cheers actually have a wife named Vera? <laughs> well, <laughs> she did. He, he did have a wife. You just never saw her. And I'm, and I'm teasing. I'm just teasing on this one. Uh, he's a friend of ours, John Holt. I'm like, does John right. Holt have a wife? <laughs> like every time I've ever seen John Holt, he's he's alone. But he, now normally he's right. doing something for work. He's got his jacket and tie on or something. And he's there as the the speaker or whatever. Most of the times I see him around, I'm like, we all, that's a running joke with me and Jessica. Is John Holt really married? It's like, does he have a wife? We never see her. He does. He he has a very lovely wife. I know. But she does not. I know, and she doesn't. But she just doesn't like the, the, the being out at bars or the limelight or anything at, at all. Yes. Yeah. So she's a really nice, really nice lady, and I think she completely is fine with the fact that uh, he's out and about. That's awesome. John Holt of Fox 4, who we're talking about, obviously. All right, Daniel, let's get into the game. Super Bowl 57, Chiefs and Eagles. You're going to have to talk me in on the ledge, man, because I just don't see any way the Chiefs don't win this game unless they get pounded in the turnover category. Am I crazy? Well, I think you're crazy to be okay. that sure that they're going to win, uh, but I, I am picking them to win, so I can't say that you're, you're crazy, but I see multiple ways that the Eagles can win this game. Uh, I think they certainly could run the ball effectively, and the Chiefs have when it's you know, been in place in the past, and of course they're you know gotten better on defense as they usually do during the season, but at uh, Running quarterbacks or quarterbacks with mobility have given them trouble. Now, we don't know exactly how healthy Jalen Hurts is. And my basic thought about the game comes down, well, it's not. If either team runs the ball far more effectively than the other, I think they will win. Now, I think both teams are probably going to be able to run the ball some in this game. So I think that's going to be, uh, you know, a balancing factor. We don't quite know just how great the pass rush of the Eagles is. I don't. I don't think because they haven't played very good quarterbacks. But I, I do think there's a tremendous amount of talent and depth on that defensive line. And if Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is not going to have great mobility, I don't. Say, you know, I think he's going to be fine because we saw he was fine when he had no mobility last week. So 
they could get after him and cause some problems. And we've seen a Super Bowl where he was harassed and it wasn't pretty. But I still think that he will be able to make enough of the Mahomesian plays that it will tip the balance toward the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs 26 to 24. And I always pick a football score based on what actually is going to happen. I think people just sometimes pick a score out of the air. And I'm like, how, how are they going to get to that point total, buddy? So I've got 26-24 because I think the Chiefs are going to be able to move the ball effectively. But I think the Eagles are good enough defensively to slow them down to four field goals, obviously, is what I think. So I'm picking the Chiefs to score six times and the Eagles to score four times. And uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But no, I, I, I cannot say, I just said on a, a podcast that uh, I don't think Chiefs fans can go into this game full of confidence. Uh, I think that they should be nervous and, and apprehensive, but I am picking the Chiefs. So clearly I think they have a slight edge. I think in 10 years we look back and go, oh, that's right. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts were in a Super Bowl. I think the Eagles roster is way better than that. And and I think Jalen Hurts is not going to be any kind of Hall of Fame quarterback or anything like that. But I think he's a winner. And I think that he's the type of quarterback who could have a, a long and pretty successful career in Philadelphia. I think he's probably somewhat like Donovan McNabb. Not a great player, but a good enough player for a, a long run with a good football team. So uh, that's sort of where I feel like the Eagles are. And they've added, did they have enough really solid to better than solid veteran players on their team? So uh, I think they're every bit a challenge for the Chiefs. And yeah, uh, obviously, obviously people agree because they're favored. But, yeah, right. I know. Uh, uh, but I, I can see where, you know, people could think, hey, it's the Eagles. We're better. We've got Mahomes. He's the MVP. Uh, I see all that. But I, I do think it's going to be a, a tough game, obviously, because I pick what's your score? 27-20 Chiefs. I think they both get two touchdowns and two field goals, but I think the Chiefs will make one big play in this game of 50 yards or more that leads to a touchdown in under two minutes. I mean, the drive itself would be, like, they may not right. score on that long play, but then they'll get a quick touchdown right after. I think they're going to have one quick, really quick strike touchdown, and that'll be the difference in the game. Three touchdowns and two field goals to two touchdowns and two field goals. But I just, I, I remember the ceiling that the Chiefs had when Alex Smith was the quarterback. And they were really good, and they had good records, and they were in the playoffs, but there was just kind of a ceiling. Again, this is the NFL. The Chiefs turn it over three times. They're beat, okay? They go out and play bad. I just think this game is all about the Chiefs. I don't. I think the computer and the gambling line and everything else is looking at these teams off statistics and where they've been this year. And I keep going back to the stat that the top quarterback the Eagles have faced this year is Jared Goff. And I can't get out of my head all the quarterbacks the Chiefs have faced, and I'll even throw in like the Raiders. What the Raiders could do with the deep ball to Adams, Justin Herbert in the division, they played the Bengals twice, they played the Bills, they played the 49ers, they played all these just really, really, really good teams, and the Eagles haven't. So I don't think you can look statistically at what these teams have done this year and say, oh, okay, the Eagles should be a slight favorite. I just think they came from two different universes. I don't disagree with that. I mean, you can't disagree with it. The Chiefs have obviously played uh, a more difficult schedule. And, you know, when the Chiefs have played a good quarterback, they've given up some points, but generally they've won the game. So they're more battle-tested. But we don't really 
we just don't really know about the Eagles defense, but I can look at the personnel they have and say that I think they're a good defensive team and can cause problems. And, you know, their cornerbacks are probably the best duo in the league and they've got a, a wide variety of good defensive linemen. They're probably, their vulnerability, I would say, is linebacker. And, uh, you know, that's not good for them because that means maybe they can be run at. And those are generally the people who have to cover Travis Kelsey. You can obviously call cause all kinds of problems. But I get that point. I, I think the Eagles are far more unproven. The teams have the same record, but uh, that's, you know, and the Eagles only lost one game when Jalen Hurts has played. It's true. But yeah, as you say, they, you know, you, you can only play who you play, and we don't know. I mean, this game is going to say a lot. You know, if the Eagles come out and beat the Chiefs by 10, then you're going to say, well, they were just really good, but we couldn't find that out because they didn't play anybody. And they did play a year ago in week four. That was too early in the Jalen Hurts, Sirianni era to make any sort of judgment. I, I, haven't, I haven't referenced that game at all this week right. because I don't care what they did in 2021. This is totally a different Eagles team, and we see what their strengths really are. But I've heard people say, almost everybody that's predicting the Eagles has said, Jalen Hurts has gotten so much better at the deep ball, he's going to complete a couple of deep passes downfield. And I'm like, okay, the Chiefs have played 19 games. Let's rank this deep thrower from the 19 games. I mean, would we even put him ahead of Trevor Lawrence three weeks ago? I I don't know that we would. We certainly wouldn't put him ahead of, of, of two of the teams in the division this year. You wouldn't put him ahead of two games against the Bengals or the Bills. I don't have the whole schedule in front of me, but there are more. I mean, they faced all these quarterbacks. Where do you think Jalen Hurts ranks in? And, and by the way, he can kill you with his feet. He can run and just destroy you. But the Chiefs, even with bad defenses, have never allowed that. They've taken care of Lamar Jackson. They took care of, of uh, Arizona earlier this year. Whenever they get one of these running quarterbacks, the Chiefs are pretty good against those guys, and they make them throw. So what people are saying is Jalen Hurts will be able to throw. Well, if Joe Burrow only came up with 20 points throwing last week or two weeks ago against the Chiefs, I think this defense is as good as Andy's had, and I think this is the best team that Andy Reid's had in Kansas City, and I'll be really disappointed if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' best team doesn't win. Well, I, and I absolutely can see that, and the Chiefs are, are are in a position where one of the things we haven't talked about about the game is the fact that I, I do think there's considerably more pressure on the Chiefs. Now, that can be a good thing. Uh, you know, that can, you know, have them hyper-focused and, and all that other stuff. But uh, I, I think that, not that the Eagles, it's the Super Bowl. You just don't, you know, play right. free and easy in a That's Super true. Bowl, period. But but I, I the Chiefs, this is, you know, the Chiefs have expected greatness. The Eagles, I feel like, feel like, you know, we're, we're a developing program. We're going to be good for a while. Uh, this is maybe a year early for us. They, they better not think that inside, but. Uh, I think their fans probably think that, but uh, you you never can think that way because you never might get another chance. But I, I do think the Chiefs have quite a bit of pressure on them, them and I, I think they would feel it a little bit if they're down 10 in the third quarter. All right, I want to uh, conclude with you on this episode, Danny. Just uh, it's, a, it's a blank canvas, buddy. I'm not going to have to break any games down this weekend or anything like that, and I'm not trying to disrespect Missouri basketball because they're, they got another good win and – They've got Tennessee this weekend, and that's going to be difficult for them. But they're having a good year, and they're clearly going to make the tournament, we know, at this point. Um, We saw an Iowa State loss. We got this thing jumbled at the top of the Big 12. It's just a blank canvas, buddy. Who's going to win the Big 12? I do think Texas is going to win. Uh, I think their schedule is a little more favorable than some of the other contenders. 
They have a game against Kansas at home to conclude. If that's going to, you know, if it's going to boil down to that, I think they're a good veteran team that, uh, you know, even in the game they lost the other night against Kansas, I think they took one of Kansas's best shots of the season and, and, and really were there to, to maybe win the game. And, you know, I think they've adapted well to the fact that, uh, you know, they're, their assistant coach has taken over and, and the guy has a pretty reasonable resume as a head coach. So I don't think he's just some slappy they, they have in there and he was an assistant for quite a long time. So uh, I think that Texas just has a slight advantage as far as the schedule is concerned. I mean, they play in the next three games, they play West Virginia at Texas tech and Oklahoma at home. And then they have Iowa state at home. I mean, they have four home games and three road games. So I think the schedule is slightly in their favor. I think they're good. I think they're veterans. Uh, I think they they don't seem to be the type of University of Texas sports team that we ordinarily see. Most of their guys have played somewhere else, and uh, they're they're older players. So uh, I am favoring Texas for sure. I and, mean, uh, solid, solidly Texas. Okay, good. And that'd be worth about. And, the they, and they have the and they have the lead. So yeah, and it'd be worth about thirty million to Rodney Terry. Oh sure, yeah. He get about. And I think he's probably. I think he's probably proven enough right now that it would be difficult not to have yeah. him as the future coach. But Texas also is a is a program that if there's a shiny toy out there, they might want to go get it. Yeah, he's going to get if he wins the Big Twelve, he's going to get six years at about four and a half million dollars a year. He's he's probably looking at thirty million dollars if he wins the Big Twelve. Oh. What an unbelievable gift for him, man! And not that he's not doing a good job, but you could never have predicted what was going to happen to Chris Beard. And maybe Chris Beard no. is the shining coach out there. You know, I, I'd ask this question: Would Kentucky be better off firing John Calipari and hiring Chris Beard? Yeah, if they want to hold their nose, which they have did when they hired John Calipari sure. in the first place. Uh, oh, he's a great basketball coach, right? Great. Let's not forget. I mean, he is there's, to me. There's, to me, he's every bit. You know, if, if if barring the stuff that happened, he was going to be a true, true nose to nose contender with Bill Self year after year. Yes, agreed. I, no argument there, and I I think he'll coach right. again because I don't think anything's going to come of these charges. I think ultimately she's not. She's not doing anything against Chris Beard. It's the Austin Police Department that he's fighting with right now and and what may take place. But I think it's all just going to wind up being some sort of probation. He's going to do some community service, and that's going to be that. I just don't think it – I think he's too good of a coach. I don't think it keeps him out of college basketball. I don't think it does. I don't think so either. I, uh, I think his behavior was probably way, way below standard, whether she's charging him now or not. Uh, but – there are all kinds of people who have done things like that or worse and, uh, and continued in college basketball. If you can coach like Willie uh, Gay of obvi- the Chiefs, obvi- obviously you can. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hill. I right. Tyreek Hill, Willie Gay. There's all kinds of players do this and keep playing. Right. So yes, I, I think that he now that whether, whether he has to go to another stop along the way before he goes back to a, you know, it might be too soon for certain programs to say we're going to have Chris Beard as our coach. I can see that. But if there are no charges and then it's three years down the road and he's won a bunch of games again, then yes, I certainly can see him surfacing. But uh, but Rodney Perry has done a has done a Perry has done a 
very good job. And, you know, would they be better if Chris Beard was coaching them? Yes, yes, they would. But uh, they're still good enough to me. Danny, enjoy the game on Sunday. It's uh, It's been a fun football season. We always appreciate your insight and your thoughts on the game. We both have the Chiefs winning in the 20s. I like that. Have a great weekend. Sounds great. Should be fun. Everybody enjoy being around family and friends. We're seeing a couple of uh, old friends that we don't get to see that often, sharing the Super Bowl with them. So uh, that's going to be a great time. And, and I think that's the coolest thing. You've got your your hometown team in the Super Bowl. Just uh, enjoy the experience and uh, hopefully you'll be smiling at the end. All right, he's Danny Klinkscale. And again, you can check out all of his great audio content and his written material at dannyklinkscale.com and listen to the Reasonably Irreverent podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. He's Danny Klinkscale, longtime friend and colleague joining us before Super Bowl 57. Appreciate that, Danny. Well done, as always. It's brought to you by 360 Document Solutions online at 360documentsolutions.com. This is your business's perfect business to do business with. Get it? Biz, 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 360 Document Solutions is all about business. They can help you be more profitable and more productive, whether it's copiers or printers, whether it's KIPP, black and white, and color-wide format, voice over IT solutions, mail systems, outsourced ITs, phone systems. They've got all the right products at all the right prices. They'll check out what you're spending now and even get you out of your current leases. Call Mark Lindquist at 913-745-5344. That's Mark at 745-5344 or online at 360documentsolutions.com. Smoke and Fire, the barbecue and fireplace. Don't forget their big Mardi Gras celebration coming up February 18th. It's a big event a week from Saturday. And you're going to save big on Kamado Joe, Classic 2 and Kettle Joe's, 30% off MSRP. Camp Chef, 25% off MSRP. Fire Pits and Fire Tables. These are last year's models. They've been on the showroom floor 30% off, save big and get them out there this spring and enjoy that fire in March and April in the evening. So much fun, such cool items. 30% off an accessory, 15% off entire purchase of barbecue accessories and half price steak knives. The Henkel knives are incredible. They're half price right now. Smoke and fire, February 18th, Mardi Gras celebration. Love it. It's Smoke and Fire now at 119th and Metcalf. Mention the podcast when you're there to qualify for all of these discounts. Just tell them Kevin sent you. Smoke and Fire, 119th and Metcalf, the barbecue and fireplace. And Colbert Hills. My man Jeremy and his team at Colbert Hills have built these unbelievable lodges where you can stay and play. Go on a golf buddy trip, do a client trip there, do an executive outing, do a business team building outing. Go stay the night. Play golf one day, stay the night, have uh, your dinner catered in. They've done steak dinners in the lodges from the restaurant. They bring it over. They cater it all in for you. They'll uh, set you up with everything that you need to have a great team-building experience for your company. You could stay as many nights as you want and just play Colbert Hills every day. It's a phenomenal golf course. If you have not played it, this is a great destination. My recommendation is stay in these lodges and play it twice. Even if it's just four dudes, you want to get together and go play Colbert Hills, stay the night, have some fun. It's easy. It's safe. It's all right in one place. The Stay and Play Lodges. For more information, email Joni at ColbertHills.com. That's J-O-N-I. Joni at ColbertHills.com. And stay and play at Colbert Hills in Manhattan. Truly a rock star golf course. Well, our resident South Beach rock star, Lee Sterling, joins us now to talk about what's going to happen on Super Bowl Sunday in number 57. It's the Chiefs and Eagles. And we say hello once again to the Sultan of South Beach, Lee Sterling. Hello, my friend. How are you, sir? I'm good. I had a, 
I had a great vacation. You do anything special or Not anything? Yet. Any highlights? We were headed to the Dominican Republic on Wednesday. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna get out. Imagine how good you're gonna feel if the Chiefs win. I'm gonna feel good either way, Lee. But I'll, I guess I'll feel. You know, I'll feel better <laughs> if the Chiefs win because I might have paid for my plane tickets that way. Right. <laughs> That's what do I'm you, going do for. You, do you pack? Do you pack a Chiefs hat if they win? Oh yeah, I've got a, on the beach. I've got a bucket hat that I wear at the beach and and uh, in the pool, okay. but not Chiefs clothes or anything like that. Just when I need a hat, it's, okay. it's one of those training camp hats, you know, with the strings around it. Okay. So I've got yep. one of those, and I've been known to take that baby on vacation and get a little bit wet. That's good. Yep. It's good stuff. But if they lose, eh, I'll probably still take it and wear it. We'll have to see. But uh, looking forward to getting out should be fun. And you're looking forward to a big weekend if you get this one right. Okay. That's four out of five years you've hit the Super Bowl. You're pretty good at these. Yeah, here's a lot on the line. Let me tell you something. So my two greatest years, I'll never forget this. One year I win the Super Bowl. I mean, people are signing up left and right, right after the game the next day, doing the early bird sign up. I mean, it just goes all, you know, off season long. The one year I missed the Super Bowl, I had a great year, and I hit like 59% for the year, almost 60%. People don't realize how tough that is. I had two years above 59%. That's it. In 29 years, I lost the Super Bowl. I literally had two people tell me when it comes for time, up, sign up time for the renewal for the, for the next football season that they lost money. So it, what happens is it sticks in people's mind, this game more than any other game, and I know it, even though I might tell them that it's not a strong play, they'll play two, four, or five times their normal wager. Yes, they do. Plus, plus a lot of prop plays. Uh, you know what, Lee? I'll bet I know a dozen guys that do that. If they're down, yep. they'll do it and say, okay, I know what my ledger is here for the year, so I'm going to bet more yep. on this and try to get closer to even or even. And yep. guys that are up, I've known guys that could be, that, that are like, you know, 100 to $200 players maybe wind up at the yeah. end of the year. They've had a good year. They're a couple $3,000 up, and they're like, you know what? I'm yep. up. I'm betting it all on this game. And then they lose right. it, and they go, ah, I broke even for the year. I'm like, you worked so hard. You worked right, so right. hard You have 3000 Bet three or $500 on the yes, game. Yes. You know, have maybe a little more stake in it, but but to go 3000 I I hear it all the time. I, I had a friend one time. He goes, and he bets the game fairly large, and he wins. He bets 53 prop plays. It took him an hour and 10 minutes after the Super Bowl to grade them all. Oh, my. He ended up going 25 and 28. He broke even because there's so much juice on a lot of these prop plays. The key is don't play 25, 40, 50 prop plays. Play 10, 15 tops. Yeah, props are fun, uh, but it's pretty hard to try to get rich off of those. That's just (laughs) not going to work on on those things. Um, but there, well, we'll get into some of them that look pretty darn good heading into this game. Yep. The wagering is way up, Lee. I don't know if you've seen this number. It's up 61% on the Super Bowl over last right. year. I think they're talking about $13 billion will be spent on this mm-hmm. game this weekend because all these states have legalized betting. I mean, this is outrageous what is being waged on this thing now. And you factor in also people playing squares on the game, yeah. people just making lunch or dinner bets for their friends. Like 75, 80% of the public's betting this game. Yeah. My mom, my mom, she, my mom's in, 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 a, in a retirement home. She, she's in, she bets someone on the game and is in some squares. 51, here's my numbers. 51 million people will have action on this game. 51 yeah. million people. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's, that's, and that's that we know about. That's, right. That does not, that doesn't even include right. the squares. Yeah. And it says here, 
A total of $16 billion will be wagered on this game Sunday. That's, right. That is something else. All right, so if they give you a call and want to get in on your Super Bowl pick, and you've been good at these, what do they get this weekend? And, and fill me in on what the early bird thing is if they want to do that. What is that? Okay, so you want to get the Super Bowl winner and my top 10 prop plays, $97. So last year was 197 and we won the game, and we hit seven of the 10. This year, I've got not 10, I've got two more bonus prop plays, so a total of 12. Just $97. As soon as you purchase it, a window pops open, so you don't have to come back on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to get uh, the game or the prop plays. Everything's ready to go. You can wager it right now. Take it, take it in or play it on the app, whatever you have, and bet it right now. And then, this is real popular. It is my early bird sign-up. Now, normally it's 1497 for the season, just 1197 now. And what do you get also if you sign up now? Get your choice of either basketball, which we have won now eight straight days, only had two losing weeks in the last three months. We also, if you don't want to do basketball, you want to do hockey, we'll give you that. Or... USFL and XFL, those two seasons start the week after the Super Bowl. We'll give you those two for free. And we've won every time they've had any of those leagues plus the AFL. AFL starts next year. I don't know if you know that. There are three leagues going in the spring and the summer next year. Is that crazy? That is. All right, so you'll get You talk about some scrub players. There's going to be some scrubs there. All right, so to get this right, for $300 less than it would be to do this in the fall, you get all next football season, plus you get either basketball or the pro football coming up this spring. Or hockey. Or hockey. Yep. That's awesome, dude. Whatever you want to do. All right, ParamountSports.com or 800-400-9741. Get the Super Bowl pick and 10 prop plays for 97 bucks this weekend and cash in with yep. Lee Sterling. Let's do this. I picked some fun ones here that we will yep. talk about. Uh, let's start with some player props. These are We're mostly just having fun here. These may or may not be part of your service. Uh, we're just having a good time here. What do you see in the player props that jumps out at you? All right, so some player props. couple players under the radar. Kenneth Gainwell for the Eagles. Rushing yards, 19.5 rushing yards. I project him at 36-37. Here's the guy they'll put in on third down, and sometimes he'll stay in for three or four plays after that. He might be the most dynamic runner on their roster, and he's playing really well. I I go over 19 and a half rushing yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think he's going to be close to 100%. And I think because of his injury in the championship game, this number's down. I'm going over 40 receiving yards. I think he's going to be involved in the passing game more than most people would realize, and we'll go over there, over, over 40 receiving yards for the game. And uh, two others that I like, will Travis Kelsey score a touchdown in the game? I'm going to say yes, minus 120. Then on the other side, A.J. Brown. I think this guy's like T.O. 2.0. Will he have either, you can take your pick, plus 25 receiving yards in both halves or over 71 receiving yards. Kansas City's pass defense, much improved, but still 23rd in the league. And Kansas City's uh, pass defense has given up more than 71 yards to the top receiver on the other team, 12 of the 19 games like that. So those are the four player props that I like. Um, Another one maybe, uh, who will catch a pass first? Isaiah Pacheco. Minus 130 or Miles Sanders. I like Pacheco there. 
All right, very good. Uh, A.J. Brown, Chiefs fans are not really very familiar with him. This is a great player who had a great season in this offense that cannot be denied. I think a lot of people here in Kansas City don't look at this as like Jamar Chase or some of the receivers, you know, Devontae Adams, some of the guys the Chiefs have played this year, but he is right up there. I mean, this guy's a baller. He's right up there with Chase. I mean, Chase is incredible. I'm big, strong, and fast, and A.J. Brown's the same way. The Chiefs have been right there. They're cornerbacks. And he can be, there can be someone all over him. He's just so big and yeah. strong and athletic, he can still make the catch. So, where some other receivers, I don't think Devontae Smith's going to have as big a game, but I think A.J. Smith, if some receiver will, I think he's the guy. All right. How about some of the non football props? I always like to do either the national anthem or the coin toss. Right. Sometimes somebody will leak out late on Friday or on Saturday, right. how long Chris Stapleton's rehearsal is. And that no, <laughs> that normally is pretty close. They don't do it, I don't think, to throw you off. It kind of is what it is. But we got national anthems. We got coin toss. We got all kinds of weird stuff. What do you like? Yeah. Okay, so you know my daughter does the national anthem. Yeah. She's saying it for the Orange Bowl. And I went to her, and she's now won eight straight over-unders on the national anthem. Okay. Now, it started at a, a minute 59 and a half. It's been bet up to two minutes and six seconds. And here's what she says, and she studies it. Uh, Chris Stapleton has not sang the national anthem at any major sporting event. So he might have you know, done it in high school or if he went to college, but there's nothing on record, nothing on tape. So what she did was she was studying the way that he sings and also how he holds notes. She says the phrasing uh, of his notes has gotten shorter over the years. She says he's an incredible talent, amazing voice, but she even took into some things into consideration, like the air quality, much drier in Arizona. The Maybe one of the gold stands, everyone talks about Whitney Houston, but Adina Menzel sang it, and she is one of, I think, the top five, five voices of our lifetime. Uh, people aren't familiar with her. She was um, she was the voice of... Uh, was she in the, Frozen? Frozen, yeah. yeah. So she sang it in two minutes and four seconds. And she's like, Chris Stapleton's 44 years old. He has five kids. She goes, he's probably tired. <laughs> so um, usually also, she said, uh, singers that sing it for the first time. My daughter used to sing it uh, when she was young in teenage, her teenage years. She was, you'd sing it at like minute 38 to minute 40. Now she's like a little above two minutes. And usually people run through it a little bit quicker uh, when they're doing it for the first time. So she thinks it's an under. Okay. We're going to go under two minutes and six seconds for the ninth straight win. Oh. So if we hit that one, we're going to be sitting pretty by the time they kick off. A um, nice. couple others okay. that I like. Uh, Gatorade. What, what, what Gatorade, what, what flavor do you think is most popular flavor? I mean, I think normally it's like the lemon-lime, right? That's what I thought. Not cool blue now. Cool most blue. popular flavor. Fruit punch is two. Lemon limes three. Glacier freeze is four, and orange is five. Cool blue and glacier freeze are both blue. Blue has won three of the last four years. It's plus four hundred. I think one of the two Gatorades that are going to be put out there for players. There's three going to be blue. So we'll, well go wait. with blue plus four hundred. Okay. Now wait. Is the fruit punch? Is that red? That's red, yeah. If the Chiefs win, surely somebody with the Chiefs is going to make sure he gets doused with the red. 
Yeah, probably, yeah. So yeah, you might want to factor yeah. that in. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, then red. what's red, plus 200 or something, or, or what? Yeah, if they have it out there. Something, you they know, sometimes they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they yeah, may not even have it. Oh, I right. would think the Chiefs would want to find a way to have red Gatorade if it was possible. You would think so, yeah. Mm. Mm, but cool blue. So, okay, all right. I like the blue yeah. Gatorade. I like the blue Gatorade yeah. Zero. I drink that. I love it. I love it. Yep, yeah, that's my favorite, too. I have one almost every morning. And then here's a cross wager. Toronto guard Fred Van Bleet on Sunday, the number of points and assists versus Kansas City Chiefs total points. So he's averaging 19.7 points and six and a half assists. Averages comes out to, to like 27. But the kicker here is Detroit, the team they're playing, mm-hmm. horrible defense. They've given up 120 plus points seven times in January, over 135 three times, including 150 points in one game here. I'm going to go Toronto guard Fred Van Vliet, points and assists. Uh, more than than Kansas City Chiefs points, so take a shot there. Okay, and then uh, one more that I like a lot here also is Jersey numbers over under eleven and a half. The first score. I mean, if you're going to go with something random, let's go with something different here. If it is under eleven and a half, plus one hundred five. So remember, you got Hertz on one side, Devonta Smith. A.J. Brown. On the other side, you got Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, Kenneth Gainwell, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I'm going to go with over 11.5 plus 105 there. They're both plus 105? No. Uh, yeah. It is, no. Plus 105 there, minus 115 the other way. 115 the other way. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right, so you're going to go over yeah. first touchdown jersey number higher than 11. Yeah, over yeah. 11, yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. All right. And yep. there's a hundreds of these things. And, and we don't know if these are going to be part of your service or what you do. And as you do it, um, you'll put those up Sunday morning. Is that when you go up with all your props and your Super Bowl pick? No, they're ready right now. They're ready got now. Them out now. So okay. that's the great thing about the Super Bowl. I put out the selection. It went out yesterday afternoon with the prop wagers, the top 10 prop wagers. I added two bonus plays, too. Okay. So you get 12 prop wagers. Everything. 97 okay. bucks. All right. Now, people got to buy your Super Bowl pick. We're not going to give that out right, here, but, right. but you'll do the total for me. Do you think this will be a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? The number's pretty high in the 50s. Yep. It is. Uh, I, I don't think Patrick Mahomes can play any worse than he played pretty much in the two Super Bowls. He really had one good quarter of the eight quarters. I think he plays better. He's healthier. I think the Philadelphia offense with the three all-pros and the studs at a wide receiver they have, I think we're looking at probably at least 28-24. That gets you over. Let's say it's 31-24 or 34-24, 34-30. I think we go flying over. I'm going to go over 15.5 total points. Flying over. I like that. I like yep. that style of game. I think that's going to happen, but I've taken the under here, and I'm going to go 27-20 okay. Chiefs. And the only reason I'm taking the under is I think it's going to be a slow start. I think these teams are going to come out and feel each other out. And it's going to be hard to get that high. Like, I think the first quarter, this is just, it's just, I'm throwing a dart, buddy. I'm not you. I'm just throwing a dart. Right. If these teams come out and are conservative and run the ball and don't want to turn it over, we're looking at a 3 nothing first quarter. Then you're looking oh, at... Oh, even if it's 7 nothing, you're sitting pretty. Yeah. I just, I just feel like they're going to yeah. start slow. I don't know why I feel that. But you know what? Part of it is the Chiefs have kind of sucked on offense in the Super Bowl. They've <clears> sucked. 
<laughs> it's Mahomes' yeah. playing 13 postseason games. His two worst games are his two Super Bowls. And the worst game of his career, quarterback rating-wise, was the Tampa yep. Super Bowl game. Out of 93 games yep. played, that was his worst game by far with a 52 <laughs> rating. So I guess I'm sitting here feeling like the Chiefs are going to be a little conservative at the start, too. It can't be worse than, than that game. I mean, with their offensive line, they were in shambles. Can't be worse. So. All right, 800-400-9741 or ParamountSports.com. Lee, you have a great time, yeah. okay? Let's go hit that. Yeah, second. it's going to be a lot of fun. What a weekend. I mean, UFC, maybe the, the biggest buy number as far as uh, people buying a UFC event goes Saturday night, UFC 284. Um, started out of the gate in 2023, won two of the three cards. We've got a rare 40 to 50 unit. Best bet there, 47 bucks for the card. If you don't produce a winning card for you, the rest of the cards in February for free. Also, basketball has been on raw. I think we won eight or nine straight days. You can get that. Uh, we just lowered it to 397 and that includes all the college basketball through the March Madness, NBA regular season, and all the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be more exciting now with Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. That's going to be fun, make it more interesting. And Everything through mid June, just three ninety seven, or hockey and uh, basketball combined, just five fifty. Get a combo pack. So we're rolling right now in all four sports. ParamountSports.com. Go get them, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for your time as always. Okay, thanks, Kevin. You're the best, Lee Sterling. ParamountSports.com. Eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one. If 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 you're listening in Phoenix, or you know somebody in Phoenix that thought they couldn't go to the game, they're just going to go out there. And they've made it there, and they're going to have a good time. Have I got a deal for you? Tickets for less, offering $500 off Super Bowl tickets. Jump on them now. Text your friends, call your friends, tell anybody that is there or wants to jump on a plane at the last minute and go. The prices are down. The prices on this game are down. And right now for KKHI listeners, tickets for less, offering $500 off your Super Bowl tickets. That's enough to buy your plane tickets out there. Call now, 913 985-3322. That's 913-685-3322. Or log on to ticketsforless.com and use the promo code KKHI. Uh, We're also sponsored today by Back9 Development, online at back9development.com. TJ Vilkanskis is your custom builder. 785-236-0161. You want to meet TJ? If you want to build something, back9development.com. And our friends at B-Stock, it's not too late if you get out there on Saturday to get a new TV and get it all hooked up for Sunday. Why wouldn't you? they got a great deals going on on big-time 70-inch TVs, really low prices. And this week's ultimate special is the $99 Samsung Galaxy tablet, just $99. KKHI listeners only. It's the A7 Lite version, 8.7-inch screen with Wi-Fi, perfect for kids as well. If you want to get your kids started on a computer, this is the way to do it. $99 at bstock.net. 14680 South Blaming Road. There it is. You've heard from Danny. You've heard from Lee. Your weekend is on. It is Super Bowl weekend at KKHI. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!